Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Growing in Grace is on the air. <laughs> hey, I'm Cap along with Joel. Joel Brzezinski, Mike Kapler, and uh, once again, our weekly program of, of Growing in Grace. We're glad you're with us. As Jackie Gleason used to say, I am humbled that you are listening to us. Mm -hmm. Seriously, I'm amazed, Joel, at how this thing has just kind of spread like a wildfire as far as people finding out about it. And uh, we appreciate your words of encouragement, by the way. Thank you for that. And we'll keep on doing what we're doing here, and that is simply communicating some good news um, that you might not hear out there in the religious world. Um, God loves you unconditionally. We've got a lot of things to talk about this week, too. We, we're going to build on some things that we talked about last week, which sort of happened by accident. Eventually, we're going to start talking about the works of Jesus and uh, how that applies to us, too, as believers today. And we'll look at it in quite a different light, I'm sure, than what many have heard before. But before we get to that program, we started talking about something last week along the lines of repentance and things related to it, and we're going to pick up on that this week, Joel. Yeah, and I even want to back up just a little bit more as well. Can we do that? Let's back up. <laughs> because I just wanted to pass along, it, it's a housekeeping note here, I just wanted to pass along that I've begun uh, doing something new with our Growing in Grace program as well. Anyone who listens uh, to this program, you're welcome to join me on another program that I've just started doing. It's called, instead of Growing in Grace, I've called it Growing in Grace Together. Wherever you find this podcast, like on our gig cast, Growing in Grace site, the blog uh, where we archive all our programs, Growing in Grace Together, we're going to post those programs as well, where basically I'm going to be getting together with somebody could be somebody well-known or it could be you know somebody not so well-known just chatting with people about their grace walk you know their life of grace and I've recently spent some time with uh, John Lynch so he was one of the co-authors of the book Bo's Cafe and also Andrew Farley of the Naked Gospel he wrote that book the Naked Gospel and so uh, you know, just continue checking out the GigaCast blog site uh, for uh, the Growing in Grace Together program as well so back to our regular programming we were talking cap about repentance Wait, can I back up for a second? Let's, let's back, 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 back up. Back, 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 way it's on gone. Back, back, way on oh. back. It's out of there. Yeah. It's out. Sure. Let's just forget this whole thing. Let's just talk about something completely different. <laughs> we may not be able to talk about what we didn't plan on talking about last well, week. We've only got 10 minutes left. I'm getting confused. Um, so let, I'm going to throw a bone out there, and you may have to edit this out. <laughs> but with uh, all the connections that you've made through blogging and all the Facebook friends that we have through the Grace community, are you suggesting that somebody could contact you and say, I would love to get on there and rap with you for a few minutes about how God has uh, affected my life with his goodness and grace? Just any average, everyday person could do that? Well, if they wanted to do that, they would have to call you because then they could rap with the cap. <laughs> And uh, then we would have yeah, to change the name I'm, of our I'm program. Be, you're hosting this program called Growing in Grace Together, and I'm going to start a new one called Growing in Grace Divided. <laughs> I haven't talked to you about that one yet. 
Okay, so I, I and, and I can I can uh, picture the format for that where you get yourself a good little legalist on there. Yeah, and, I have uh, one every week. You guys just have a nice device of chat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna win them over, though. I'll win them. You'll win them over. That's right. You just just get it, just get it all, get them all straightened out. Because really, you just tell them the truth, and they'll get straightened out just like all that. Right. I guess if you want to talk to Joel about growing in grace together, you can shoot him an email or something. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. Now, you mentioned a verse last week in Mark one uh, fifteen. Uh, Jesus said, The time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. Or, as the NIV says, good news. That's what gospel means, good news. Repent and believe in the gospel. Again, Jesus, an old covenant prophet, uh, talking to people who were under the old covenant here, um, so keep in mind, he, he's not just talking to people who all of their lives had been working to try to keep the law and perform animal sacrifices, trying to do it right, trying to be accepted by God through, uh, through that effort, through that system, so to speak. That's who he's talking to here. He's saying, so if they have to repent, if they need a change of mind, what is it they need a change of mind from? They need a change of mind from what I just said that they were doing. Repent and believe. Change the way you think about how you relate to God and believe the good news. And I just wanted to reiterate that because uh, even though you may have mentioned it on the last program, Joel, I think it even went over my head. And I wanted to start this program out with that as we talk a little bit more about repentance and what people think repentance is. Yeah, there is, you know, the traditional view of repentance. And, and I've heard it all my life in the church uh, repent you know uh, according to their tradition traditional view repent means that all right uh i i stop sinning all right i stop doing the bad things that i'm doing and i start living right i start doing what's right that's essentially the traditional view of repentance but when you look at the greek word for repentance and we won't get all technical in greek here but just you know metanoia I'm not even sure if that's how you pronounce it. That's how that's how uh, deep we're not going to get into it. <laughs> but I do know that the word in and of itself does not mean change your behavior. The word in and of itself me basically means to think or to change your thinking. And so, again, like you were saying, Jesus was talking to people who were under an old covenant. And with the coming of Jesus, you know, if you remember in Luke 2, when at, at Jesus' birth, you know, the angel, a multitude of the heavenly hosts came, and they were saying, glory to God in the highest, peace and goodwill toward man. Uh, that was God's goodwill toward man that was, be, that was, you know, that was being revealed to the world. God's goodwill toward man, and and that brings up to my uh, brings to my mind another another verse cap that we've shared lots of times, uh, Titus three. Just real quickly here, but when the kindness and the love of God our Savior toward man appeared, put that together with the Luke two story, you know God's goodwill toward man, and here Paul is saying, but when the kindness and the love of God our Savior toward man appeared. Not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us through the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Spirit. And so, you know, obviously, we're saved because of God's goodwill, because of his kindness and his love, not by works of righteousness that we've done, 
but according to his mercy. And the work that's done, our, our salvation, our regeneration, it's done by the work of the Holy Spirit. And so if, again, as we shared last week, if repentance means that I changed my behavior to get myself right with God, then we've missed the boat completely here. And so let's get back to the simplicity of the gospel where Jesus is telling these people, okay, you've, you've trusted all these years in your law-keeping, in your ability uh, to keep yourselves right with God through sacrifices and, and all this stuff. Repent of that. Change your thinking and realize that God's goodwill toward man is here. Uh, God's goodwill toward man shown to us and comes to earth as a man, the Lord Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world. Repent and uh, believe that. That's what your repentance is. You know, there are people I've talked to over the years, Joel, having been involved in, in Christian radio and having the opportunity, the fortunate opportunity, to, to meet so many different people from different walks of life and uh, different spiritual backgrounds and so forth. But I've talked to a number of people who said they would walk out of church sometimes wondering if they were even a Christian. Because there's this evangelical mentality, that, you know, when it comes to the subject of repentance and, and behavior and so forth. They, they kind of give you the impression that, well, repentance, uh, it, it is a change of mind, but it will always lead to a change of action or a change of behavior if it's true repentance. Otherwise, it probably wasn't true repentance, implying that somebody might not have even really believed when they uh, decided to confess Christ as their Lord and Savior. And that, that should never happen. You mm -hmm. listening right now, if, if you've called upon Christ and believed in your heart uh, as, as, a, as a child of God, you, you should never have to wonder if you're still a child of God. One thing I don't think I ever wondered as I was growing up is if I was a child of my parents. <laughs> I may have had some other thoughts about my parents, and they might not have all been good, by the way, um, unfortunately for me, but uh, I never sat there and wondered, yeah, I, I, wonder if, I wonder if I'm still my dad's son or, or my mother's son. I never wondered that. And we should never have to wonder that. You should never have to, you should never feel guilt. Christians should never have to endure guilt under this new covenant anymore and you sure as shouldn't shouldn't feel that way when you walk out of a, a church where you just gathered with other believers so I, I always felt bad for people like that and you know I mentioned somebody last week Joel on our program that had told me that you can you can teach too much grace you gotta be careful you gotta have here's my favorite word you gotta have a balance, balance. they'll say a balance and uh, you, you too much grace we uh, we find in Titus 2:11 where Paul said for the grace of God that brings salvation so it's God's grace that brings salvation has appeared to all people teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts we should live soberly righteously and godly in the present age that's what grace does can you get too much of that hmm Oh, that's a good point. That's, that is really good because people have this fear. That, oh, you're just preaching all that love and you're just preaching all that grace stuff. Well, people are just going to go wild and do whatever they want to do. Well, if they do get a hold of the true love, the agape love of God and the true grace, the powerful living grace of God, it's not going to cause them to want to go run wild and do all those evil things. It's going to cause them to do just the opposite. In fact, it's going to be God's very power working in them uh, to do that. And so that's what grace will do. And, you know, speaking of, uh, you know, worrying about if you've really been saved, if you've really repented enough, well, here's something, and I'm half joking here and half serious, but if you want to be worried about whether you've really repented, take a look at the Apostle Paul 
what his repentance really was in in Philippians 3 he gave all these reasons for you know why he would have confidence in his own abilities you know he talks about how he was circumcised on the eighth day he was of the stock of Israel the tribe of Benjamin a Hebrew of the Hebrews he says even concerning the law he was a Pharisee concerning zeal persecuting the church concerning righteousness which is in the law he said he was blameless so this isn't someone who was doing a bunch of bad stuff he was trying to keep the law as best as he could and he even considered himself blameless but he says these things were gained to me but yet i've counted them loss for christ so his own abilities he repented of that and he goes on to say he counts them as dung so that he may gain Christ and be found in him not having my own righteousness which is from the law but that which is through faith in Christ so that's what our repentance really needs to be changing from our thinking that it's about us and our works and our ability and understanding that it's really about God and his work that he does in and through us to save us and to keep us. And with that, Cap, we really got to wrap things up. And so we'll try to move on next week in what we were originally planning on talking about last week. But I really do think that these last couple of, of programs have done a good job to lead us up to that. And that is the life of Christ when he was on the earth in human form, the way that he walked, the works that he did, the words that he spoke. It wasn't him that was doing it. Jesus himself says that. Well, who was it that was doing that? We'll get into that next week on Growing in Grace. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski, heard weekly on Gracewalk Internet Radio and other online sources around the world. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.